So some things are inevitable and some things are not. The question is, what do you believe? Here's the thing. There is a paradoxical conclusion to the life of every human being that's alive. There are two very distinct realities on one world stage being played out in one world theater. One story is about the coming apocalypse, a tale fraught with fear. The other story is just the beginning to your best life. Pushing the boundaries of expectations and rewriting the rules of adventure are the reasons we get up in the morning. This is a way of life, a huge and growing community of explorers and adventurers, leading the way, blazing new trails, and raising the bar. We share your hunger for a life without limits, and we know you'll stop at nothing to get there. Hey friends, glad you could join us. Stephen Canyon, kineticbelief.com is the website. And if you'd like to comment on today's podcast, kineticbelief at stephencanyon.com. The 100-Day Kinetic Belief Guided Journal for Aligning Your Desires to Manifest Your Best Life is available on the website. This is the book where I guide you through the daily practice of journaling in order to manifest prosperity, perfected health, intimate relationships, whatever it is that you desire. And I become your personal guide to help you reestablish creative authority in your life. Also available on the website is the workbook for locating your purpose for living. It's a workbook that locates your creative purpose. Also check out the upcoming events locations at kineticbelief.com. Another beautiful day. The ocean is calm, Megan. Have you noticed? <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> hey, all the world is a stage. It's a playhouse for making beliefs. We like going to the theater, don't we? Yes. Yeah. One of my favorite Broadway productions was Andrew Lloyd Webber's Phantom of the Opera. Oh, yeah. That's a great one. It's How classic. Amazing. It's such a classic. Yeah, I could see that once a month for the rest of my life. <laughs> I was really amazed. It's amazing. The oh, yeah. special effects, all I mean, oh, yeah. what they can do in it's the fantastic. theater. It's fantastic. But let me say, of course, Les Mis, which I saw at the mm-hmm. Sondheim Theater in London, is a close tie. I saw that in New York, too. Yeah, it's uh, mm, powerful. The so voice powerful. of, what's the, the, the lead guy's name in the production? Uh, what do they call him? I don't, Jean Valjean? Jean Valjean, that's it, yeah. yeah. That guy could sing, oh my gosh. <laughs> I mean, that's not his real name, I guess. No, but I mean, whoever, <laughs> whoever played, played the part. Him, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I, I thought I could sing for the next couple of days, just right. like that. <laughs> I think everyone does. Isn't mm. that it? When you leave a musical like that, you really do go home feeling like you have these <laughs> new abilities yeah, well, I'm just thinking about the stage and theater and all that because mm. all the world is a stage, yeah. and we're just the players of, true. of our destiny, of our fate. And I've always liked seeing it that way, too. It, it kind of takes the pressure off, actually. It helps you not take everything just so darn seriously. Well, and yeah, that's true, and, and recognizing that, okay, it's time for you to run, go out on stage and run your lines because that's going mm-hmm. to determine the outcome of of your day. Yeah, that's a great way to see it. Let's jump in. How to prosper during the apocalypse. (laughs) This is a great title. (laughs) It is, isn't it? I laughed pretty hard this morning when I saw it. Well, don't you want to know? I mean, there are things that (laughs) we need to, I think, understand. Oh, yeah. Well, and I got to say, as as funny as it was, um, I I also all of a sudden realized that, oh, wow, this is actually incredibly relevant. The world feels (laughs) um, quite apocalyptic lately. And we want to prosper yes we do in, in any scenario right and that's right no so what. what we want to know is how to prosper during the apocalypse prospering <laughs> is a way of life for kinetic believers i really hope you're not just going to tell us to buy canned food and go underground <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah that, 
That is, you know, that's the opposite end of prospering. I think you're right. I think that is fear-based and, and all that. But anyway, what does it really mean to prosper? And I think that's the first place that we need to start today to understand yeah. exactly what, what we're talking about. Well, that's about. a good point. You need to make sure we understand the question before we even dive into the, the nuts and bolts of this. Well, it's like you say, does that actually mean getting a, a, a can of food and, and burrowing down into a hole? Is right. that what it means to prosper? Right. Step one, define <laughs> prosperity. Well, and also sort of along the same lines, prospering does not mean simply to have a lot of money. Mm. And a lot of people would say that that's what it is. A lot of money is only relative to a little bit of money. So the object of all of life is development. Mm -hmm. We can agree on that. Yeah, absolutely. Right. Well, to prosper... I mean, it, that is development, and everything that lives has an inalienable right to all the development that it's capable of attaining by expanding its territory for living. Growth is expansion. Growth is an abundant way of living. A prosperous life is one that's free, and it's one that is unrestricted in the use of all of the things that may be necessary for the fullest mental, spiritual, and physical enfoldment of perfected health and perfected wealth, joy, happiness, and peace, all those things. Every single person on the planet is a creator, created in the image of the creator of all that there is here on the earth for the purpose of creating their imagined life. Now, some will perish and some will prosper. Mm. What's really exciting is that no one can be made to perish. No one can be made to prosper. Those are the constructive choices of existence. You get to choose. And if you don't know what to choose, choose life. I like that. Um, is there just, is it always going to be one or the other uh, to perish or to prosper? Or can you kind of live in that in-between world? There is no in-between. Yeah. And a lot of people think that they can opt out and say, well, I'm just not going to believe anything. Well, you believe that. Yeah, that's true. So that's you, your belief system is to not believe. Absolutely. So you, that's right. Get on board with the idea right now that you have to believe something because you were created as a believer. Mm. That's like saying, I'm not who I am. Well, you can run with that for a while, but all you're doing is setting yourself up to be a victim of circumstances. So you're a believer. Yeah. And, you know, you started off, too, by mentioning that um, prosperity is not just money, um, but I guess money is also a, a huge part of it. Oh, absolutely. It's a big part of it. But if you think that, and if you focus on money being the end result of what it means to be prosperous, you're going to miss mm. it. Prosperity is advancing the mind, body, and soul mm -hmm. toward perfected completion. And that's the direction that the universe, the expanding universe is going in. Yeah. And you're part of the universe. But now you have a choice rather to get on board with the expansion of all that is well, or to fall in as a victim to decay. Um, a life that is detracting from all that is good. Well, and I like how you've always brought us back to this idea that money is a tool. You know, it's a means to an end. It's not the end um, when you use it correctly. I love that. Right. Well, prosperity. In quantum yeah. physics, look, everything in the universe is moving to or from the original source for the prosperous life. Everything is. Moving to expansion by the motion and formation of beliefs or it's moving away from expansion by the motion formation of beliefs. So you're believing. Everybody's always believing. Regardless of the conditions of the universe around a creative believer, regardless of wars and famines or peace and plenty, the choice still remains of what to choose. And the choice is advancing for the creative kinetic believer. 
So that's prosperity. Mm. Got it? <laughs> that's what it means. I think so. To prosper. And I was thinking too that I like the title because obviously when you think apocalypse, you think the whole world, you know, sort of ending. It's the end times or something. But I mean, you can be having an, an absolute apocalypse in your own life. You know, you can be having your own personal apocalypse. So I think that this is a really cool topic uh, to kind of look at because it's not just how to survive the apocalypse, whatever that means to you. Uh, it's how to prosper, how to thrive. And, and just because things are going wrong doesn't mean you should just be barely getting by. So I, I like that. Right. And I think that's a great point because when you talk about the apocalypse, there are so many different varying <laughs> definitions of what that could mean. It means one thing to the Orthodox Jew, one thing to the Christians, one thing to other religions, one thing to the moviegoer, another mm-hmm. one to the abused housewife. Sure. It means something different to everyone. Absolutely. So what is the apocalypse now that we understand what it means to prosper? Okay. Apocalypse. What are those movies about? <laughs> Do you remember the movie Left Behind that starred Nicolas Cage? Yes, I saw those. He's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> it almost doesn't matter uh, what the movie's about. You can just watch him and be wildly entertained. He's, it would be almost worth being left behind with him just so you could watch him. <laughs> you want to be left behind? <laughs> well, if I can watch Nicolas Cage with running Nicolas around. Cage. <laughs> I think so. Well, so where does that word come from? Mm. Apocalypse. According to prophecy, so, what's that? I was just going to say it sounds Greek, but... <laughs> Greek or Hebrew maybe. Yeah. Even. Well, according to prophecy, the apocalypse is the final, it, it's the complete destruction of the world as described in the biblical book of Revelation. Mm-hmm. Armageddon is the prophesied location of, of this gathering of armies for a battle during the end times. And But now here's what I want everybody to understand. The prophetic event of the apocalypse, or the end of the world, that is going to be the result of the completion of decay. Life or a belief in advancing your mind, body, and soul, that is expansion toward perfected completion. Let me say that again. Prosperity, like we're talking about, is a life, it's a belief that is a belief in advancing your mind, body, and soul toward perfected completion. In other words, you're getting on board with the way that the universe is prospering. You too have made the decision that, you know what, I'm going to advance my mind. I'm choosing enlightenment. I'm choosing wisdom. I want more. I want to expand my mind. I want to understand more things. And with that understanding comes joy and optimistic happiness. So I'm expanding my mind. I'm getting on board with expanding my body, just like the universe is expanding, all the while contracting. But now therein lies the choice. Do I want to contract toward decay or do I want to expand my body? How am I expanding my body? Well, I'm going to do some cardio today. I'm going to eat properly today. I'm going to make sure that I get enough sleep tonight so that I feel good today. So I'm expanding my body just like I've chosen to expand my mind. But I'm not finished yet. I want to expand my soul. What does that mean? I'm not, I am not a defeatist. I'm not looking at the end of this life as being the end of all. So I'm optimistic about my eternal existence beyond the now, beyond the natural, beyond the land of the living. So I'm choosing to advance my mind, body, and soul, expansion toward perfected completion. But now decay, which is based in fear, decreases the human experience until death. Decay, which is lack, sickness, strife, fear, all those things, 
That's experienced by those who live according to the dictates of the natural world. They're watching the news to find out or to determine how they're going to feel about things today. They are uh, blowing their horns at others in traffic to, in, in a response to the way they feel about themselves being late because they didn't leave early, to get, early enough today to get there on time. They base their measurements, their judgments off of what they see and what they hear and what they're feeling as they go through the day. Kinetic believers, what they're doing is they're celebrating their victory in an expanding life by choosing to not live as victims of circumstances. It's really powerful that you're presenting prosperity as this concept of something that you're getting on board with, that it's an original source substance that, that already exists because... I think many times we are we fall into this line of thinking that says prosperity is something you're conjuring. Prosperity is something that you're cr- trying to create from nothing. And I and it's really important I think to kind of zero in on what you were just saying where you can really visualize prosperity and see it as something as it, it's its own entity it already exists you know the train is coming through your through the station in your life and you just need to get on board you need to get on it instead of you know creating a train from scratch that doesn't exist i mean it's there it's available the gift is under the tree that is so good and that is it exactly because one that is choosing to prosper in advance all you're doing is coming into agreement with all that already is you're not going to have to create something that is not already right you're perfected you're perfecting your health according to the original um uh, plan for your perfected health. Yeah. You were you came into this world, into the natural, healthy, mm-hmm. prosperous, mind, body, and soul already. And so, what you're doing is you're unbecoming those things that are a contradiction to what already is. the the perf- The universe is already expanding. You choose to agree with that, and then your life expands accordingly. What is your life? Your life is mind, body, and soul. And that really gives you the sense of being anchored anchored by that knowledge because otherwise you find yourself just wishing and hoping and and thinking well maybe sort of kind of I hope this works I really cross your fingers I hope this happens to me and this makes it feel a lot more as if it's your destiny it's inevitable it's something that you're just tapping into that it's already there you're agreeing with prosperity you're agreeing with with financial abundance you're Mm -hmm. agreeing with mental health you're agreeing with all those things and you're not but you're not double-minded the second thought is almost always going to be agreeing (laughs) with decay the negative thing being double-minded retracting away from that which was meant for good yeah purposeful kinetic believers have received revelation knowledge concerning these things. I mean, and that's what this is. It's enlightenment to understand that all this already exists. You're not trying to become something that you're not. Mm -hmm. You're unbecoming the things that you were never meant to be. Purposeful kinetic believers have been enlightened with the wisdom of their eternal purpose for being here. The journey of the kinetic believer is one of a seamless continuity. And the purposeful kinetic believer, what they're doing is they're charting, like we've been talking about over the last several days, they're charting a course for their destiny to meet their original fate. 
Everybody comes into the land of the living with a fate already emblazoned upon their soul. What is your fate? Your fate is who you're supposed to be. Your fate is your original purpose. And now you live out this existence agreeing with your original purpose and not taking a left or a right to agree with someone that is trying to redefine who you're supposed to be. Prosperity or prosperous is the one who does who does not change their imagination for good visions. You hold on to those desires, those good visions to agree with your original purpose. And you, no matter what anybody says, you are not going to change. You refuse to change. You become dogmatic about it. You become, you become righteously indignant when someone tries to steer you away from your purpose for living. I like that you're taking us to this place of making sure that we're convincing ourselves, that we're speaking this truth about ourselves and about our future, about our death. Destiny. And again, that word anchor just keeps coming to mind because life is, isn't life just so full of unknowns? I mean, the older you get, the more life you live, it just feels like, you know, you're, you're knowing less and less and everything is becoming even more unsure. And so when you start to get into this line of thinking, it feels so good and it's so powerful because you just have this re- very real sense of who you're going to be, what you're supposed to be, what's coming. That's a great way of putting it. But, you know, for the kinetic believer, it's like looking as you go through this life through a kaleidoscope and that vision of your destiny and your purpose never loses focus. All this tumultuous confusion continues to spiral around in your periph and you're not distracted by that because you're journaling your desires you're journaling your imagination you're holding fast and firm to your purpose and the kinetic believer understands that the journey of their soul through the land of the living and beyond is a matter of choice so they choose the abundant life for advancing their existence and they're not forming their thoughts and their ideas and their opinions by the 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 noise of the world by the rumors of war and wars that are factual and what other creators are telling them. No, they've identified their purpose and the thing that makes them different. However, the one who lives by what they see and the person that's living by what they're hearing and feeling and and finding their their favorite channels on television that are going to to spew the noise and the condescension and the anger and the fear and and listen to that stuff. Those are the ones that don't prosper in order to advance their mind, body, and soul. No, they're agreeing with the negative thing. And they are then not advancing their lives while the world is striving for peace. And they will certainly not prosper during any apocalypse. Do you think that there's power when you hear some sort of collective saying a negative thing in the world you know you just mentioned the news and when people as a whole or you feel like a majority of people are sort of like speaking that the world is ending i mean is that is there power in that power in speaking the world is ending well i mean if you have this huge group of people saying that is that something that i mean i always kind of wonder if there's there's power behind large groups of people you know sort of believing in and and saying these negative things over and over and over again well the power that is in that is the agreement that all these negative thinkers have together but you know what they cannot affect you unless you get on board with their agreement Mm. Um, there are two different energies in in the universe and one is negative source and the other one is positive source. And then we as constructive, creative believers, while we're here, have the ability, the innate ability to choose one or the other. You're going to agree with one or the other. 
Every person has that authority. Every person has the, the dominion to, to make a matter of choice, a choice of matter. And the purposeful kinetic believer who lives by imagining their creative, original purpose for expanding their prosperous life is always going to be successful regardless of the, the, the vast numbers of people that are going by chasing after that negative thing, that are empowered by that negative source. Regardless of that, Wow, what what a concept! Because really, you're telling us that we can insulate ourselves yes. in our own life, in our own personal universe, Absolutely. against well anything. You're insulated if you are the only if you are the only kinetic believer on planet Earth that's choosing <laughs> to to advance your mind, body, and soul toward perfected completion, uh, living a joyous life wow. and one that is uh, effectually uh, happy, optimistically yeah. uh, in peace. It's it's so because of your unconditional love for your Creator, mm. and it's so because of your unconditional love for yourself, and it's also so for your because of your unconditional love for all those negative people yeah. you're not being affected and motivated by that train of negativity mm-hmm. going by as you watch them go by you have an unconditional love and compassion for them understanding that they're doing exactly what they need to be doing for who they are for this time not considering their motives but remaining true to your knowledge and wisdom and enlightenment of who you are and what your divine eternal purpose is while going through this life. That's good news, isn't it? Isn't that great news <laughs> that you actually really do have that that level of control over the path that your life is going to follow yes. and that oh, you can take? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, you're not. That feels right? good, doesn't it? Hey, you know what? If you don't rely on this world's competitive system for advancing your mind, body, and soul, then you cannot be destroyed by the end of a competitive system. Mm. You cannot be destroyed by any coming apocalypse. You will not be in lack during a recession. You will not be in lack in a depression, you cannot be in lack in a famine, and you will not cease to live peacefully by prospering your mind, body, and soul during an apocalypse. No, the purposeful kinetic believer always imagines what they believe, and what they choose to believe, that desire becomes them. It's not something you're trying to become, it becomes you, and it's a transforming thing. The law of attraction is a law of the universe, and it created all that has been created. You were created in the image of the original source for all things, and you have the ability to attract particles to form in order to create and to change circumstances according to your beliefs. And so the substance of desire, what it does is it reacts to align your life from your unwavering expectations. You're not going to consider those uh, options. You're not going to consider the negative thing. You're not going to think about some comet destroy, hitting the oceans and causing a tidal wave to come through and consume you and mama and all them. You're not thinking about that stuff. No, negative cir- circumstances are just, they are the yeah buts of life. Mm. The kinetic believer says, I'm healed. Yeah, but the doctor says, you're sick. So the choice of belief is going to be up to the purposeful kinetic believer. The kinetic believer says, I'm rich, I'm prosperous. Yeah, but look at your bank account. It says you're broke. Now you get to choose what you're going to agree with. So the manifesting choice is always going to belong to a human being while in this vessel having this natural experience. I like that you kept calling it an unwavering um, thought form. So, I mean, isn't that why you always bring up the journaling? And, and I, I like that you're talking about that again because 
it's that unwavering element that makes it happen, that makes these things show up. And I just like that word, I guess, unwavering. <laughs> I do too. And journaling is, it's the same thing as keeping a log book. And oh, I know, this is cool. Just yeah. think about the, the captain of a ship going across an ocean mm-hmm. full of waves where they're going to be unwavering by keeping a logbook, they're going to take out the the currents and the winds that would push them off course by keeping track of where they're where they've come from and logging where they're going. And that will promise them to get to their destination. The purposeful kinetic believer does not live by what they see. They live by what they choose. Yes. So they're not going to live by the bad report. They're not going to live by um Uh, bad news. No, they live by the good report of their journal and they choose what they will believe by journaling their desires. Another thing that you brought up is that great point. I don't, I don't know if I've heard you ever put it quite like this before, but you said that if we're not participating in the competitive system, then it can't affect us when something goes wrong. And whoa, that's really good. That's really powerful because I just like that if the apocalypse <laughs> in any form in your life happens, then that competitive system, it, it can't get to you if you've already sort of like prepared yourself and you're already living this non-competitive, creative life. I love that point. When you see the crowds go by with their torches and pitchforks, you know how you cannot participate and you choose. Somebody says, well, how do I not participate in it? In it? Everybody in the neighborhood is, is spewing the same toxic stuff. How am I not going to get caught up in that? Mm -hmm. The way to avoid it is to change your internal dialogue. Pay attention to the things you're saying to yourself. Pay attention to those thought forms you're creating. And agree with the substance of your good desire by forming sentences and watching what you're saying. Don't meditate on those bad things. In fact, you're going to be far better off to turn off that news. You know, the world could go by if you're not paying attention to it and you will not be swept up in its wake. Yeah, that's so true. And, you know, we have these conversations all the time when we are in really remote areas. We've, we went up to Banff not that long ago and you're just out in this wilderness and you can't see anyone else. And it's just your own heartbeat and your own breath. And, and you realize how vast and how huge the world really is. And, and I guess it just points to it's, it's those mobs with the pitchforks that really are causing all that anxiety and all that stress and all that, that negative energy that's, that's coming your way. Well, those mobs, they, they are, that is so true because they typically gain in numbers as people start joining in the screams and the hollers and the anger. And then you read about, or if you hear about the number of victims that, Mm -hmm. uh, people that, were affected physically, harmed, you know, tear gassed or or shot or whatever it was, it's because you go running out into the street with the mob yelling the same stuff. That is a very basic example, though, but it is one that is so true about all things in life and coming into agreement with and being careful about what you agree with because you're going to be counted among the numbers. Do you want to be counted among the numbers of the fallen? 
Or do you want to be counted among the numbers who are living their best life? That's it. That's totally You have it. nothing left to give to other people if you've fallen. However, if you are expanding yourself, mind, body, and soul, and you're becoming prosperous and healthy and stronger every day, you're going to have so much more to give of yourself to others and to those things that you care about, those good things that you care about. But look, whatever you agree with begins the motion of the substance of your desire. So you've got to be really careful about what it is you're allowing yourself to agree with because that's what's going to rearrange your circumstances. That's the thing that's going to change your life according to what you're saying and according to your internal dialogue. But the kinetic believer will not be moved by the apocalypse. (laughs) Now, it will be a curious thing. (laughs) It will be very interesting, perhaps. But I want to tell you something. The truth is there can be no apocalypse while there are enough kinetic believers standing in agreement with the desire of their beliefs firmly held against any kind of thing like that. The most powerful thing in the universe is the substance of a believer's faith. And whatever you choose to believe, once you have settled the matter, never ever again counsel with men regarding what you've chosen to believe. Because your belief is your conviction, and your conviction is your article of faith. Wow, you have brought up quite a few things just in the past minute there. For example, uh, the inner dialogue. So are you saying that everything is sort of stemming from that inner dialogue? Is that where it really begins? Um, You just brought it up quite a few times in that. Well, your inner dialogue is going to determine your agreement. Your agreement is going to determine your beliefs and your desires because the thing that you are observing is being formulated by your internal dialogue. In in other words, if if you see a car wreck a horrible thing to see. If you see an accident and you continue to observe that and mull it over and think about that, your observation is creating on the quantum level a substance of what you are imagining, the substance to what you are thinking on, be it positive or negative. And so that's that's why to continually meditate on an accident or a car, car wreck like that, it begins to spiral your own existence and life out of control. And and you actually are opening yourself up to become accident prone, to attract the same type of thing into your life. Like kind attracts like kind. And so that's why it's so important to be aware of of what you're meditating on and considering and thinking on and to mindfully, willfully, wisely choose those things and then articulate those, affirm those, speak these things out out loud. Remember that words are things and have substance. And your thoughts and your words are constructing your life. That's so true that it's that awareness that's going to constantly pull you into that correct way of thinking that correct way of of speaking because <laughs> i've found that in the past i actually it's awareness is almost something you get better at so when you first start you, you keep catching yourself you know having these horrible thoughts but then you do it more and more and more and, and you, you can actually get quite uh, quite good at it well and recognizing what is fear-based yes and staying away from anything that is rooted in fear because yeah. it's going to produce a fruit. Mm. When, when I was nine or ten years old, we used to ride trees. What? <laughs> we would ride trees. We would go out after dark and climb up these long needle pine trees in our neighborhood. And uh, once we were near the top of those trees, about 30 or 40 feet up, we would walk on the branches 
out on them, away from the, the trunk of the tree until, until the branches would start to bend down. I mean, we're way up in the air here, but now it's dark, so we can't actually see the ground. Oh, my goodness. And we would ride as fast as we could, grabbing branch after branch after branch, all the way down to the ground. And it's, not, it's something that when you look at it in the daylight, you would never do it. But it's dark, <laughs> so you, you're removing that, that conceptual uh, uh, viewpoint of fear away from it. Wow. But we did this after dark. We couldn't see the ground. There was something about not being able to see that removed the fear. We were not living by what we could see. Kinetic belief requires the same sense of adventure. And you can successfully ride the branches of a prosperous life, one that's advancing you with joy when you make the decision that you're going to journal your highest viewpoints and not live by what you see, not live by the rumors and, and noise of, of war or apocalyptic events. Creating the thought forms for your unwavering belief should always come from a place of possibilities, perfected health, perfected wealth, prospering, advancing, becoming healthier and stronger every day, your, your body becoming more capable, stronger, more upright, full of breath and ability to run and move quickly. That's advancing yourself. And that happens if you don't live by what you see. Stop hanging out with people that act old, which has nothing to do with age. What a great story. I love that. It almost sounds just very magical to, to remember and to imagine doing that as a child. That's, that's very cool. It was magical until me and Lewis and Jerry went out onto <laughs> one branch together. And we were standing there holding on to one and standing on another. And the one we're standing on went pop. <laughs> and then we're hanging from the other one with our feet on nothing. Oh and then that goodness. one went pop. And the three of us went just <laughs> like marbles down all oh the way down goodness. through those branches. Did you break an arm and or anything? Nobody broke anything, oh, but we laid there on the ground breathless. I was going to say. All of us had the wind knocked oh out goodness. of us. And, and I think, I think uh, it was... Who was it? It was probably Lewis or well, maybe it was Jerry that, that started groaning first. Probably. <laughs> and let me guess, the next the next night you were out there doing the exact same thing. You got <laughs> probably. it. Probably. If we weren't riding on the back of the ice cream truck. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Do you do you think that I like that you mentioned having a sense of adventure as you're going through life, as you're living as a kinetic believer? Is a sense of adventure, do you think that that is required in order to do this successfully? A sense of adventure is natural and innate to all of us. All that means is that, you know what, I don't want to keep living the round-robin way of life. I don't want my life to look today like it did yesterday. Fear, that's, that's usually a life that's built up in fear. I don't want anything new in my life. I don't know what I would do about it. That's You're fearful. That's fear-based. But the original source for advancement comes with adventure. That means I want my vistas to look different. I want to see different sunsets and sunrises every day. I want to notice how the ocean looks different all the time. I enjoy the flowers and the change of seasons. I like the snow as much as I like the summertime. That's an adventurous soul. That's somebody that is looking forward optimistically, expecting things to change. Nelson Mandela said, it always seems impossible until it's done. That's an adventurous soul. Human created beings must do who they are. Mm. Not just yeah. be, but do who you are. And the genius that you are will seem impossible until you do it. Well, and that really takes us back to how you opened the episode, which was to just point out that expansion is, is your, should be your natural state. That desire for expansion and growth is 
just it's it's human it's who we're it's how we're supposed to be living it's it's the thing we're supposed to be unlocking at all times the the exciting thing about being a kinetic belief uh believer journaler looking for adventure in their life is that even though your vistas change and you can be excited about the upcoming new possibilities Still in quantum physics, understand that there is a predictable effect to every cause. So you're not just recklessly abandoning um, <laughs> all of life and, yeah. and you may meet your demise tomorrow. That's not what we're talking about. The continuum mechanic of belief can be used to assess the outcome of kinetic belief. In other words, a belief that is held in continuum has a predictable outcome. So your journey can have a predictable outcome. You can be optimistically happy and excited about knowing that there's going to be these awesome colors when you reach the the shore of your journey. Understanding how the universe was created and the bias of the creator, the intention for the blueprint for all of creation, that's how we understand what we believe, unfolds the life that we are experiencing. And that's how we can... Uh, have a predictable expectation for the experiences that we are going to experience. And that's a, a really powerful point that you're making um, because I, I really believe that we're, it feels like we're raised and we, before you become a kinetic believer, you have these really deep rooted habits of approaching the things that you want out of life as if you're hoping to win the lottery. And you're just always sort of in this fingers crossed mentality. Even when you become a kinetic believer, you really do have to unbecome those old habits, those old thinking habits. Because let's say that you want to prosper and you want a, 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 you have a home in mind that you want, a home on the coast somewhere. And that's what you're believing for. And it's so easy to find yourself approaching that dream and that idea from this wishful, I hope I win the lottery, fingers crossed way of living. And I just love that you're always taking us back to, you know, convince yourself that it's it's your destiny, your original source. Um, it's just so powerful. Well, someone that's not a kinetic believer, but they still consider themselves to be optimistic, is, I think the lottery is a great example of that. Because if you're not a journaler and you don't have a blueprint for your own life that's agreeing with your original purpose for being here, which is your fate. And again, you're not having to hope that the lottery just somehow comes your way. Look, hope deferred makes the heart sick. And so you've got a lot of uh, sick hearts running around continuing to buy these lottery tickets because they're not journaling their best lives. Wow, hope deferred makes the heart sick. Oh, my goodness. That's right. Writing so, that down. Well, that's good. Well, so regardless of what's going on in the world, regardless of how many people are playing the lottery, Keeping a kinetic belief logbook will guide you in order to cast down those negative thoughts while maintaining your purposeful good intentions. The guided logbook, the guided journal process, moves you through life to unbecome all of those unsavory substances of the influencers while prospering your mind, body, and soul toward perfected completion. As the world wars with itself, as medicine seeks cures, while society competes for the prize, Keeping a kinetic belief journal will guide you away from those cyclones of life. And then a mindful logbook, it attracts your prosperity and continually recalibrates your senses for enjoying your best life. 
we're excited, you and I, about going to London. We've got a, this upcoming event on uh, April the 11th. Correct, yes. And we're going to see so many new faces and so yeah. many new kinetic believers when we're there. Yeah. Um, space is limited. But you know what? We're not already, uh, we're not looking for um, negative possibilities to come out of that. We're not fearful in, in our expected journey. No, we already have an expected outcome. Yeah. We've journaled for this already. We already have a sense of who's going to be there. We've already seen the faces. We've discussed it. We've talked about uh, our friends and this sense of community and family that's going to be showing up at this at the venue in London. So we're excited about it. We've been kinetically journaling this already. And so we're able to sustain this advancement toward a continual um, expectation of vitality and growth and community. And so this is not just a little bit one day and maybe a, a little bit the next day that we are advancing, hoping somehow that things are going to work out when we get there, and then only to find out that, no, our hearts are sick with the despair of what didn't come to pass. Not, not at all. We are purposeful journalers, you and I. And so we're continuing to reach these new heights, and we do. this is the way we've lived our lives. And, you know, I've been doing this for 55 years now, but it, it goes in every direction for living. And as long as you and I live, and we talk about this all the time, we're living a life of peace. And we're not doing it by looking to the skies, hoping some meteor is going to wipe us out. We're not fearful of changing tides. And we don't think about some kind of an apocalyptic storm and other things beyond that. No, we know that we are eternal beings living our best lives. And we do it every day. Kinetic believers, they speak differently. They carry themselves differently. And they all act differently. While the substance of all things that they are hoping for... It just continually rearranges the circumstances of their lives, advancing all of us toward this perfected completion. I love that idea that you're already setting the stage in your mind for everything that's that's coming your way, everything that you know is in the future. You're you're crafting it. You you have the idea in your head. You're you're cre- you're crafting that vision that you're holding in your mind, so so that you know exactly what it's going to look like. Um, even believing that it'll be better than you can imagine. That's that's such a great way to live, isn't it? Because so I think a lot of us, we have that default, right? We have that default of sort of this trepidatious way of looking at everything. Like, oh, well, this could go wrong. Oh, this could go wrong. Instead of, you know, sort of just sowing those positive thought seeds constantly into everything that's on our agenda. The simplistic way of understanding all that is you just mentioned two choices. And the default was the negative one. Mm-hmm. And the others were the positive one. Yeah. And now, as a kinetic believer, you get to choose. Yeah. Which one are you going to align yourself with? That's the key, isn't it? Making that choice for, for everything. And recognizing just as soon as the negative choice starts to build a nest in your hair that, no, you're going to slap it away. You don't <laughs> get to take, you're not going to, to reroute me today. Yes. No, and you do it by speaking and saying those things that are in agreement. You know, you're continually forming the internal dialogue. You are in control of your destiny. Mm-hmm. So by all means, let your destiny meet up with and agree with the fate that you were created 
associated with. So just say this with me. Say this out loud and say it, uh, follow, follow me. Just say, I am fearless and unafraid. I'm fearless and unafraid. I was created to prosper. I was created to prosper. I agree with my purpose. I agree with my purpose. Hey. Hey. I am liberated <laughs> from the fear of the world. I'm liberated from the fear of the world. <laughs> and its inhabitants. And its inhabitants. I am confident. I'm confident. And determined to prosper. And determined to prosper. Mind, body, and soul. Mind, body, and soul. I am peace. I am peace. I am health. I am health. I am prosperity. I am prosperity. I am me. I am me. I stay persistent in me. I stay persistent in me. Regardless of what others may say. Regardless of what others may say. I accept each day. I accept each day. With enthusiasm. With enthusiasm. And confidence. And confidence. I embrace expanding. I embrace expanding. To become more. To become more. To live more. To live more. And love more. And love more. I all Always act. I always act according to my chosen beliefs. According to my chosen beliefs, without hesitation or fear. Without hesitation or fear. I'm on a journey of my best life. I'm on a journey of my best Wherever life. Wherever I am. Wherever I am. From now and beyond. From now and beyond. I am peacefully. I am peacefully. Prosperous. Prosperous. Mind, body, and soul. Mind, body, and soul. Any old apocalypse. <laughs> Any old apocalypse that should ever arise. <laughs> that should ever arise. Is the center of fear. Is the center of fear. And not for my eyes. And not for my eyes. I love that. Boom. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, what a cool episode. Oh, I love, you know, I like just, I like that you just went for the biggest thing possible. (laughs) You know. (laughs) This is is crazy. This is crazy. I'm sitting over here like, I just, I'm just trying to fix this one little relationship. (laughs) Now you can end the apocalypse. Exactly. That's the way it should be. It is. But you know, hey, if you can, if you know how to overcome and handle the biggest possible negative thing on the planet, you can do anything. Keep your nose down. Don't turn to the left or the right. Go to kineticbelief.com. That's the website. And sign up for the next workshop. Find out where it's going to be in a neighborhood near you. Yeah, you can check that out on the events page, kineticbelief.com. Make sure to follow Stephen on Instagram at Stephen Canyon. And um, we've been getting some very cool emails lately. So thanks for sending those in. They're just, it's so fun to read. I love hearing from people and and what the... what specifically on the podcast was sort of standing out to them. I mean, everybody is dealing with something different, aren't they? So it's always fascinating just to see how this is manifesting. We're having so much fun. So much fun. Uh, Let's keep it going. All right. Love you guys. Yeah. Love you guys. See you back tomorrow. See you then. Thanks for all the wisdom, Steve. Bye.